0: Hello, fellow rebel capitalists, hope you're well. So breaking news out of the Bank of Japan comes out and says that they are raising or potentially going to allow interest rates on their 10-year bond to increase. We'll have to see how this plays out. Let's get right over to the markets. But this is going to have huge implications, or could have, for the United States economy. And it leads to a further question. We have to sit back and ask, is this intentional? And are they in cahoots? Are they colluding with the Federal Reserve? Are they trying to do the Fed's dirty work for them? I'll tell you how I'm connecting the dots here in just a moment. But let's go over to CNBC. Bank of Japan just shocked markets with a policy tweak. Here's why it matters. So Shigetu uh, Nagai, I'm guessing how to pronounce his last name there. Sorry about that. We didn't expect this kind of tweak this time. He is the head of Japan economics at Oxford Economics. He told CMBC, the Bank of Japan has been dovish for years, but its latest move left markets wondering whether a change is on the horizon. So I guess they've got a new, their version of the Fed uh, chair, their version of Jerome Powell, this guy right here, Kazuto Ueda. So the bank announced today they're going to have greater flexibility with their monetary policy. And let me get down to this paragraph that really summarizes here. The yield curve control is long-term policy that sees central bank target an interest rate and then buy and sell bonds necessary to achieve that rate. It currently targets a 0% yield on the 10-year government bond with an aim of stimulating the Japanese economy. Okay, so... Let me just read that again and make sure we're on the same page. It currently targets a zero, zero percent yield with their 10-year bond. But now this new policy, they come out and say, okay, well, what we were doing is we did have a range on that. They had a plus or minus 50 basis point range. So if the yield on their 10-year bond, government bond, went to, let's say, 45 basis points, they wouldn't do anything. They would only act if it got over 50 or if it went negative. If it went negative 45, they wouldn't do anything. But if it went negative 80, then they'd go ahead and step it in and try to tuck it into that range. But their central point was 0%. So now what the policy change has made is they said now they will offer to purchase 10 year JGBs at 1%. So Think about this. The middle is 0%. That's kind of their target. So they said they won't do anything unless it gets 50 basis points over or 50 basis points under. But now they're saying that they're not changing the 0%, but they're kind of allowing it to go up to 1%, although they still have this plus or minus 50 basis points. So it's almost like they've come out and said, well, we've got that old policy and we're going to stick with it. But we also have this new policy that's different, but we're going to implement both. <laughs> we're just going to be able to pick and choose which one we want based on how the economic winds are blowing, or maybe better said, the political winds. Let's get over to Zero Hedge. Check out this chart that I used for that thumbnail, and we're going to connect some dots. This is this is going to get crazy here. So this Simon White Bloomberg macro strategist comes out and says the BOJ unexpectedly changed their upper limit of its 10 year rate. So that the 0.5 is now a reference point, not a ceiling, but this isn't true. one of these reports is false because remember on the CNBC report, they said that they did not change their reference point, that it's still zero. It's still zero with that 50 basis point range. They just added that they're going to buy at 1%. Well, yeah, duh, you're going to buy at 51% or excuse me, 51 basis points. But they just added this verbiage that they're going to buy at 1%. So with this guy, and I don't know which one's right, guys. I want to be very clear. But this guy is saying that they actually increased that reference point from zero to 50 basis points. And therefore, the ceiling went to from negative 50 to uh, positive 50. Now the range is zero to a hundred. And if it's the first, if CNBC is right, that's a big, big deal. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment Experts Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options, Tony Greer, commodity trading, Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's get down to this chart. So UST, United States treasuries still unattractive to Japan. More USD, JPY, so Japanese yen, USD downside. Okay, so what this gold line is, is it's projecting out 18 months to the one year real return for the, uh, for basically was a carry trade. So what happens here is if you are a huge hedge fund and you can borrow at, let's say, 0%. You go to Japan, you borrow at 0%. And then what you can do is you can buy 10-year treasuries and you can make almost 4%. And there is a cost to doing that trade, but you're still netting, let's say, 2%. So, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's basically, well, it's not risk-free, but it's very low risk. So you can lever up. You can just borrow and borrow and borrow and borrow. So you have, let's say, $100,000 worth of capital, but you can you know, borrow a billion or whatever. So that 2% of a billion is a very significant number if you're only putting out, let's say a, a million or 10 million or something like that. So, but what happens is if the Japanese yen, if the yield starts to go up, that means likely that borrowing costs in Japan go up to a point where it's no longer cost effective. to. And keep in mind that trade creates more demand for, US Treasuries So let's think about this. Right now, Jerome Powell has a very difficult has a very difficult problem. He keeps trying to raise the front end of the curve, but what does the 10-year do? much nothing. It just sits there and laughs at him. And what he's trying to do is get the entire yield curve up. Because in his mind, that's really the only surefire way to make sure the unemployment rate goes up to a point where he can sit back and be very comfortable that inflation will come back down to his 2% target. You see? So if you're just, and again, let's put on the tinfoil hat here. If you're Jerome Powell, and let's say you're good buddies with uh, the, the, the Jerome Powell of the Bank of Japan, I forgot what his name is. Why would you not call him up and say, hey, dude, I need a huge favor. I'm sitting here raising the front end as much as I possibly can. But the long end of our curve isn't budging, and I need it to go up. How can we solve this problem? Oh, that's right. If you come out and announce to the mainstream media that you're thinking about changing the policy and raising that range up to zero with a a top end of uh, 1%, this all of a sudden makes this I don't know if it's, this is technically a carry trade, but we'll just, th- this trade where you're borrowing yen, buying treasuries, this makes it a lot less profitable and therefore a lot less demand for those 10 year treasuries, which means our interest rate goes up, which is exactly the, the effect I'm trying to have uh, to get the inflation rate down here in the United States or back down to 2%. So, and the reason I say it's so important to differentiate between the CNBC article. And the zero hedge article, because the zero hedge article makes a lot more sense. You know, if, if this was truly the policy that you wanted to implement, you would just come out and raise that uh, center point, that reference point, from zero to 50 basis points. Done. Now, all of a sudden, the range is zero to, to 1%. Done deal. If you actually wanted to do that. But if you didn't want to do that, if you wanted to have kind of one foot in this camp and one foot in that camp, to where you could say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to buy JGB's tenure over 50 basis points, or you're going to sit back and let it ride and go all the way. If you want the option of doing both, well, you just come out and say exactly what they said on CNBC, where you still have the exact same policy, but you're implementing a new policy that's completely different. So you can basically choose (laughs) which one you want, or you're just doing that, to give the market a reason to sell off 10-year treasuries, which makes the yield go up, which is what Jerome Powell wants. I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but this seems very, very suspicious to me. And if CNBC is right, if you were the, uh, again, I, I apologize, I can't remember the guy's name. That's the Jerome Powell of the BOJ. But if you're this guy, um, and I just wanted to do Jerome Powell a favor, but yet I didn't want to change my policy, this is exactly how I'd do it. And again, it's a head scratcher as to if he does want to change the policy, then why wouldn't you just move that range or why wouldn't you move that center point from 0% up to 50 basis points? Something we're definitely going to have to watch. But if this continues to play out the way it has played out the 10-year treasury has gone up i think according to the zero hedge article 10 or 15 basis points since they made this announcement if this continues then we could see you know the 10-year go from i don't think it's going to go up that much but we could see it go up from let's say 4 percent, 3.9 all the way up to maybe 4.5 percent, which could dramatically impact rates in the real economy that matter to the average Joe and Jane, such as mortgages. So we definitely have to keep our eye on this and pay attention to how this story unfolds throughout the rest of the day and into next week. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.